Hello, hello. Welcome to Hood Healing. This is your host, Lydia with the Y. And Lydia with the Ah. We are here to, today to talk about deal breakers, heartbreakers, yep. and all that messed up shit. <laughs> um yeah so anyhow we're both married and we are we were talking recently about like what's a deal breaker like you know if you've run into bumps in the road of a marriage like how do you heal from that how do you work through that so anyhow yeah divorce ever been a is not an option have you ever, like, before you were married? Jesus Christ. No, just, hit me with the question right away. Fuck. Have you been a cheater or a cheated a cheated on? Yes. Both? Uh, no. You've been a cheater. Yeah. Oh. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to spill, you know, I'm not going to spill Susie's dirt. But, I mean, we've both hurt each other. In the past, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're when you guys were like young and dating, yeah, dating, like going far from that. But I'm yeah. saying, like, we both, like, she always talks, she says it too. She's like, we both had our share of fun, we both hurt each other. She's like, and we're past all that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. Well, when you're like 19, 20, and 21, you know, like, people do that stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, but you I know, know, I know people that were like serial cheaters, and when they got married, I was like, damn girl you better get the prenup but then they've just been like you know they they just settled down yeah but you know what's crazy like and i think i, I said this to susan if i didn't well she's gonna hear on the podcast <laughs> but you know um somewhat someone real close to us um i think last year she she got hurt well it was you know I don't want to give out the name because I don't. I don't know if she. Um, well, yeah, I'm gonna throw it out there because she's doing a lot better and she's not engaged. But um, when my sister-in-law uh, got cheated on by her fucking yeah. ugly ass DJ boyfriend, Obama. fucking YouTuber, fucking chiclet teeth. Sorry, shit. that's very that was fat phobic, but he he's. I don't know. I don't know. I we were just she, trying I mean, to insult him because he is a yeah, piece of crap. He was a piece of shit. I mean, yeah, I really liked him, but he really fucked her over. You know what I'm saying? But. I think when he fucked her over and I saw someone close to me, maybe it's because I haven't really seen anyone close to me get like played or anything like that. But, you know, it's obviously he was already talking to someone when he was with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I think seeing her hurt, seeing someone that you love, you know what I'm saying? Get hurt and cry, you know, and like she went through her, she went through her days, you know what I'm saying? Like where she was really hurt and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I think seeing her made me so made me feel bad for being a piece of shit like when back in the days. Well, I mean, I think it's hard because when we're young, we don't know how to communicate our needs in relationships. Yeah, but I really like fucking hurt people, and like I see like now, and maybe therapy's helping me too. You know what I'm saying? But like, I felt like such a piece of shit. Like I really felt like fuck. Like you're a fucking asshole. Okay, like, well, I'm gonna stop you there right there because. You, your behavior was not nice yeah, and wasn't. not good, but it doesn't mean that you're a piece of shit. Okay, well, you were not. I was an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it's crazy because when you're young and dumb, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's like you don't care who you're hurting you know what i'm saying yeah. like at the time you know what i mean but it has to do with like emotional maturity like when you're when you're mature enough to say like this relationship isn't meeting my needs right now so i'm gonna move on it's a hard conversation <laughs> yeah. so when we're young a lot of us are like peace like i have literally okay i want to lay my shit bare this is kind of mean i dated somebody very very briefly i got it was like almost who was i telling this story to it was like a sugar daddy situation where i was like an older man he had kids no what the fuck girl i was like this is way before frank i was very young in my 20s very early in my 20s you were a sugar baby i was kind of anyways he was like really trying to get a mom for his kids and i was like i'm moving to new york city so you lied i totally lied watching me listening to the podcast and i'm sure those kids are like in their 20s now so i'm sure they probably are um and uh and then, then this fool was like tell me what days i can come out fly out to new york to visit i was like i don't think a long distance relationship is gonna last and um so you know but that was like so stupid and he had kids and then you know it's like that is that was so mean and immature like yeah. i should have just been like i just don't think i want to be in a relationship with somebody that has this responsibility i'm 20 you know 22 years old like i'm not about this life but when we're that age like we're still we're still discovering ourselves so we do stuff like that, yeah. you know, and, and yes, we have to recognize like, yeah, that was not nice. Stuff but it's crazy because I never recognized it. I mean, I never, I was always like, yeah, whatever. Like it already happened. You know what I'm saying? But I think seeing her hurt and like, cause she used to live with us. You know what I'm saying like, yeah. and seeing her hurt and stuff like that. I think that really hurt me. And I was like, fuck dude. Like I, I've been the, that asshole before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but she's good now. I mean, she's engaged. She just got yeah, engaged. Congratulations, congratulations to her and Justin. Uh, and this guy, you can tell I mean, she can tell you, I don't know him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know him. Like, cause I mean, she's been on her own with this relationship, but I mean, he looks like he, he really does love yeah. her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it and looks he, like they're a good match and they really, yeah, uh, truly do. Like what, what I, what I've seen anyways, cause yeah. like, again, I, I really don't, I haven't had a lot. Of, I've only met him once, but um, just, you know, what I see on social media is he's always like, you know, putting a lot of stuff out there about how much he cares. Yeah. And I, and I think it's like reciprocal, like, yeah. and I think that's also another thing, you know, like the last relationship, like I would see her post stuff about her man. And I, and I don't know if he'd post stuff about her, but the way that her fiance does it really shows like he's he's really into yeah. her and she's the same so i think that's really nice yeah um that she's able to you know fall find love when one thing falls apart another thing comes together Amen isn't that, that what they say in that i mean she's she's better off with this guy anyways i mean this it looks like this guy gets her out of her comfort zone yeah. you know what i'm saying like so that's cool for her like i said i don't know anything about him you know what i mean but I mean, he's he's part of the family now, so I'm gonna get to know him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think I never felt that way. Like I never felt bad for hurting people. You know what I'm saying? Until I saw her hurt. You know what I mean? You better, but, you better hope that Benita no, doesn't. No, hell, I'm gonna hurt my baby girl. I'm gonna make sure of that. You're gonna be the new romper stomper. You're gonna be fucking. 
pulling pulling people out of their cars. Shout and out to the, the crap out of Stomper, dude. Have you seen that video? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that would have been me. Oh my, old my days, god, that was Susie. Now. That's Susie right there. Susie's not the, now after therapy. Susie's the romper stomper. She ain't the romper girl, stomper no more. Not let her hear that. I tell her too. She's like, shut up. I'm a changed woman. It's like, I'm a mom. I'm going to be a mom. That's what she says. Uh, but yeah. But so, you know, I think we were just like, I don't even know how we got on the subject. We have ESP with each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, let's talk about this. Cause I think that's, you know, like something that a lot of people always see is like such a negative is like this idea of like, being cheated on cheating um or like other deal breakers in a relationship and like especially when you're married it's a huge commitment and it's not easy to say like okay i'm done with this you know Mm -hmm. like a lot of times we have all these entanglements with each other that you have to think about and anyhow but um so my parents got divorced when i was 22 and they probably should have got divorced when I was three years, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, and my dad did cheat on my mom several times, like one time for sure when she was pregnant with my youngest sister. Another time I answered the phone and back in the 80s, this is for the youngins when he had corded phones. Like if you had two phones in the house, you could hear <laughs> what the other person on the phone and they wouldn't really know. Sometimes if you talk, they could hear you, right? And a lady was calling the house and was like, your husband's cheating on you with my friend. And my mom was like, who is this? I don't know if that was true or not, because there was this crazy woman that, um, and I, I heard this whole story. My mom told me like later as, as an adult, but it was just like crazy lady that was trying to start some dramas and shit because her husband like worked with him. And I guess my dad like gave him some (laughs) advice about his life and she didn't like it. Um, so, and then when my parents' marriage finally ended, it was because he had cheated on my mom with his friend's wife. Um, shit. Yeah. Um, and that did not, that was like very traumatic for all of us. Cause it was like at, at a time in my life where it was like, I was just going out on my own and, you know, so whenever I would meet people, I would be like, well, I don't need. And I remember like my mom was always like, make sure you never rely on a man <laughs> because my mom was a stay at home for so long. I mean, she got a job when we got older. So she, you know, was able to support herself after the divorce, but it was very hard for her. Like it was, she, this bro is really trying to mow his lawn right now. Oh my God. So, uh, she was like, you know, able to really support herself and everything, but it's just, it's, it's something that you hope not to ever go through. Like, you know, I think on the other hand of it, it's like, you know, when you get married to someone, you kind of have to say like, okay, is monogamy going to be part of our marriage? Because, I think we just assume that when you get married to someone, you're going to be monogamous. And there's just some people out there who want to start a light with people, want to buy a house with them, have kids, but maybe they still want to have sex with other people. And girl, (laughs) that's on them. That's their, uh, that's, that's their own, you know, like, 
if that floats your boat, but I think it's important to have that open communication. I mean, when we've been married, we just celebrated our anniversary, our 22nd anniversary. We do because this, the last two years have been a little rough, but, um, I literally like last year sat down and I, I told Frank, like, do you ever want to have sex with other people? And he was like, what? Like all like shocked. And I'm like, I'm legitimately asking you this because like we have been together for so long. Like sometimes I, I mean, are I you would dead? Never, I would never ask that question are in my you, damn life. <laughs> well, you know, I think, I think to me, it was just like checking in, like, cause if you, I, I literally said this and a lot of people think I'm so crazy for asking this question, but I was like, if you, if that's something that you need to do, like there's sometimes people need to do that. So you would let him go have sex with someone else and then come back to you. I don't know if I would I do that. that's a test. It's like those tests no, that people I, do. I hey, can I go out with my friends? And you're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then when they leave, they like, are you fucking kidding me? You left for real? Are you serious right now? I'm like, you've slept with someone else. I'm slash your tires now. No, but I, but I mean, I legitimately asked that question because I was like, is this marriage still working for you? Like, I yeah. literally wanted to know that. And, you know, that was like, we're just having a lot of issues that I literally had to say that. Like, are you still happy in this relationship? And it's like, we can still be friends and we can still be close, but sometimes like your marriage, just it's like, it, it hits the end of the road. And, um, how long have you guys been together for 22 years? Cause we awesome. literally got married like nine months after we met each other. Yeah. So we have not, we were not together for years and years before. So like literally we've we got married like right out of the gate. And so what was I mean, his answer? He was like, no, I don't want to be with <laughs> anyone he else. He didn't want to ask you that question. He's and lying. I'm like, cause you're going to have to create your own logins for your page. <laughs> He's like, like that. Um, you know, but also when you've invested, like, not that you've invested time and you need to stick with somebody, but you know, one thing about us is like, even like when we've had our rough patches, like we've always had a really good friendship. Yeah. Like we really truly do enjoy being together. We enjoy doing stuff. We laugh every single, almost every day, unless he really pisses me off. But you know, we have a really good foundation of like having a good friendship. It's like, yes, we have a romantic relationship and you know, all that stuff, but our friendship is like pretty strong. So to me, I always felt like even if like when we were having our, our rough times and a lot of that had to do too with his, his family issues, you know, I just felt like, you know, is he always going to take out the fact that he is estranged from him? And part of the reason is because of me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I was true. like, if, if you wanted to be with somebody that your family could get along with, like, I would understand that. But obviously, but it's not about the family, though. It's no, about... but he was so like close and so like enmeshed with them that this is why it's been so hard. Hell no, I'm a, my family ain't gonna give me what Susie gives me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm putting Susie first 110 percent. Huh? Wow, Susie got those big saying. booties and that big booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously. 
that's not the case for him. But I just, you know, I, it's like, you have to think about that when you love somebody like it, you know, is this going to work for you? Like long-term, are you ready to like sacrifice these things? But, you know, obviously we've had to do a lot of work and I just think that's part of being in a relationship long-term. Like you you just have to continually like communicate with each other about, how are you feeling about this? Like, is this still working? Cause you can kind of get into like this rut of like, Oh, we're just here. We're just watching TV every night. We're just eating dinner every night. We're just, you know, but it's like, but am I really, you know, is there other things? Is there other ways that we should be communicating stuff? Are there other opportunities for us to check in with each other? Um, and I think that especially when it comes to like mental health, you know, it's like, how do we make sure we're both okay? And we, when we, especially when you have a child in the mix. Yeah. Well, I think for me, like, I don't think divorce would be an option. I mean, I think I would try everything to try to save yeah. a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I think seeing my, <clears throat> I was almost cracked. Uh, seeing my little and my little, you know what I'm saying? Like how, he would always put her first, you know what I'm saying? Like how that was his world and, you know, she was, he was her world. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's like, you would have never, like, I don't even know if they ever had problems, you know what I'm saying? Because they never showed in front of us, you know what I'm saying? Like they, mm-hmm. you know, if they had problems or not, and if they did, they did an awesome job at showing that, showing us that they were yeah. perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think this goes for all, all the grandkids, like in our eyes, our grandparents are the real Romeo and Juliet. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they uh, were Romeo and Juliet both died. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like the love, like the love, like uh, they really like, loved like each the other. Perfect love story. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, you're right now. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> they just had the perfect, like the perfect love story. You know what I mean? And like, it's like, I see how my Lito was with Lita and like, and I try to be the same way with Susie. You know what I'm saying? Like I try to do whatever it takes to keep Susie happy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't ever want her to, you know, there was a coworker who asked me this question like a while back. And I remember I came home and I, and I was talking to her, like one of my coworkers um, said that his wife told him that she was no longer making, um, she was no longer, making her happy at home. So she wanted him to know that she was liking the attention she was getting from a coworker. Yeah. Okay. And I fucking told Susie, like, if you ever like get to that point, like, don't like, don't take me for a fool. You know what I'm saying? Like, just tell me, be honest with me. Tell me you don't want to be with me no more. And I think that's how we're both. We both have always been like, Hey, if you don't want to be with me, just tell me and then we'll leave. You know what I'm saying? Um, Or just communicate like, you know, maybe we need to spend more quality time together or maybe I need, I need this or that because I think that was one of the issues that we had was that, you know, I'm very independent. Yeah, absolutely too. And, you know, it's, it's part of my trauma response. Like I'll do it myself because I'm not, you know, it's like, I can't rely on other people to do it kind of deal. But, um, So I'm kind of like, I don't need someone to tell me every day, you're beautiful or bring flowers. Like I'm not that kind of woman, which for some men, that's probably a dream (laughs) because I'm just like, I'm good. Like 
I feel good about myself because that's I because because I do. And I think that for him, he needed more of the, you know, you're doing a great job, you know, or you look good or this or that, or like just the, the words of affirmation. We did, we did the love languages and you can just like, imagine his was like physical touch. Of course, (laughs) this man, was like an octopus. I'm like, sometimes I just want you to be groping me, man. Yeah. That. I was the same way. I think Susie, Susie got the, she's independent. She's good. You know, like she, I think she got the same way. Mine says act of service. So like when people do stuff for me, like, I'm like, okay, great. That's so nice. And he, he hit sometimes will like be like, eh, I don't want to do it. So yeah. I think that was kind of like, we have to like both like give in a little when it comes to that so that we can, you know, so he, um, so I try really hard, like he'll text me. He would be like, I love you. You know, I hope you're having a great day, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> fucking long guy, dude. This fool never moves his lawn ever. Well, All he's, of a sudden, he wants to be, he's like, you're doing your podcast. And, um, so I had, I have to really be thoughtful about that. And I, and I have to like, make sure that like, I'm, but you know, again, I think we have to communicate those things yeah. to each other in a relationship. Yeah. Cause we, I mean, before the podcast that we were talking about, I think we were talking about last night about the, or the other night and, um, we were talking about the podcast and. I told her, like, for me, I, I don't think divorce would be an option. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. I would do whatever it takes to try to save the relationship. Even more now with the child. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying yeah. we're going to have problems with the child. But I feel like staying together, not just for the child, but, I mean, it would be nice for the child to have both yeah. moms. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not saying something's going to go down. But if it were to go down, like, I think, because I, I don't know, like, my heart hurts for those people who have to go drop off their kid at their at their dad's house yeah. or at their mom's house you know and then have to get picked up later or you know if you have a partner that's worth like that is is not worth but if you have a partner who is like willing to work on the relationship i think that's like every marriage goes through rough patches like yeah. being married this long like we've definitely had our rough times and you know there's been points where I'm like, maybe this is not like going to work out <laughs> because, you know, I just think that there was a lot of stuff that we both needed to work out for ourselves. But now that like, you know, we're both in therapy, we both have like these tools we can use, like, you know, and, and yes, it's like when you've invested so much in make, creating this family together and you love each other, you know, and you're willing to like both come into it it's like you really have to humble yourself when you're married yeah you gotta be like yeah i do some shit that's fucked up you do some shit that's fucked up we gotta figure this out because i think when there starts to be these things that you do to each other that are disrespectful or that are hurtful then it's like what is the point of being in a marriage with each other you know and i think in terms of like deal breakers I mean, well, seeing I mean, my mom go getting cheated on, I always yeah. say cheating. I think if I mean now, if she if I heard she she cheated on me or something like that, then now I'd be like, okay, like we're done. You know what I'm saying? Like, but 
that's why I think we tell each other, like, if, you, if you're not happy, then say something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You'll yeah. go your way, I'll go my way. You know what I mean? At least that's what we would say before, before the baby, you know what I'm saying? But now with the baby, I feel like they were in a good place. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. Yeah. I don't see. Well, I have, when I was in high school, I got cheated on. I got, I, I caught him red handed and I still see him because I was fucking 16 years old thinking, and I'm like, how toxic when you're young, like that, that kind of stuff where you're just like, and I remember I broke up with him and I was like, I don't think this is, well, actually after the fact, like, you know, he did his shit and was just, he was not good, a good boyfriend. And I remember I was like, I don't think this is working out. And then he found out like that I was seeing someone else. He was like all up in my shit again. I'm like, motherfucker, he's, you know, but so I used to always like after that experience that my mom had, like I was always like, it's a deal breaker. Yeah. But you know, now that I've like, you know, been married and have a kid, I'm like, well, I wonder like what all the, what all of the circumstances would be. Cause to say like, that's it, it's done. It's just like, you know, well, what could we work through? Cause I, I do feel like mm, it's so complicated. You know what I'm saying? Like in the moment, it's, it's easy to say it when you don't have the experience, but when you do have the experience, you're kind of like, am I willing to like really dismantle this family or is this like just done? You know, it's tough. It is tough. But also I think if there's a point in our, like, you know, in any relationship really where you're just doing stuff to hurt each other, or you're trying to hurt the other person, it's like, well, what, well, why are you in this relationship? If you're not if, like, I will say pretty much every day, I feel happy to be married. Minus the rough things <laughs> we've had. But I mean, you know, like, I'm happy and proud of the family that we've built together. And, you know, like all the work we've done individually and together i think if you know mine and susie's like past or at least mine like we've come a long way both of us you know what i'm saying like we have a house together now we have a child coming into the world soon like we we both had our you know our party days we both hurt each other like i said earlier <clears throat> so i think that do i see myself with someone else or could i see myself with someone else no no, not I would not, not. I would not accept them. <laughs> like, you would have no I'd choice. Be like, who the fuck is this? How? No, I think um, I don't. I don't see myself with anyone else. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I like I said, I think that if uh, if we, if it came down to it, where we were having a lot of problems, like I think we would go to therapy together, even if she didn't want to. Like, I'd drive her to therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to work out our issues, our problems. You know, and I think that we've gotten a lot better with that too. Like whenever we, something's bothering us, like we sit down and we talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm more of a, like, I'll try to mess around and try to like, you know, like kind of brush off the issue. No, she wants to talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, 
So I think that we would talk things out and try to work things out. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't think divorce would be okay with me. Yeah. I mean, I think it should be a last resort. If, if you're but I willing. would never ask her if she would have sex with someone else. I don't know how the fuck you can say that. I would never, dude. I, I would have a shotgun right on the table and I'd be like, answer this question right now. I was just asking because I feel like, you know, like when you've been with someone for so long, you're like, is this still working for you? Like, I, I feel like it's, it's a legitimate and if it's question. not, girl, fucking spice up the, you know, spice it up, girl. Get some toys in there. Put a toy up your butt or something. <laughs> oh, you got the wrong one. I'm going to come <laughs> in with so the clown huh? He's so paranoid when you go near his butt. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I, I think... One thing, when I was, like, young before I met Frank, I remember, like, I was literally, I don't even know why I did this. My friends and I think we're talking about it. So we were writing down, what are your deal breakers? Like, you know, and it's like, if someone didn't like cats or whatever. <laughs> well, actually, I did date someone who hated cats. And that did not work out, obviously, because I love animals dearly. And... um one thing was if someone was homophobic, like I could not be with somebody that was like homophobic. And um, I remember you asked Frank, right? If he was homophobic. Oh, yeah. I was imagine. like, are you homophobic? Because <laughs> I ain't She's about like, to. She's like, no, I'm gay. <laughs> I, I ain't about to invest my time into somebody that's going to say some off the wall shit. But um, one of my friends was with someone that was very homophobic. And I was like, I do not know how you can even like stand to be around someone like that. I don't know how, I don't know how this world has homophobic people. Like for real, like gay people don't even do anything. Like we mind our own business, dude. Like, I know, like, I don't, I don't get it whatsoever. What's a deal breaker for me? (laughs) I think cheating. Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely a long way. I don't like to talk about my past either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't live there no more. But I think cheating would be a deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, now you're in a committed relationship and you're, you know, you're grown. We're married now. You're a grown woman. With the baby inside. With the baby (laughs) coming. And so it's different. Like, you're, you just mature and you're like, hey, man, I can't be doing that shit. And I mean, I'm just, I really was more of a casual dater. I didn't have a lot of like serious boyfriends and I never cheated on anyone I was seriously dating. And I, I don't think was I I think I saw two guys at one time. Yeah, the girl. Get girl. in there. It was my single days. Did they know about each other? I think one knew about the other. But you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that was my boyfriend or anything. But I've never been the cheater. But I have been cheated on and let me just say that the person that cheated on me in high school uh-huh. had got their karma. Why did that cheat on? Bad. That scared me. Karma scares me. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything scares me though. I so think there's whatever. a whole lot of other shit that he had done to other people. So you know. I know some people that need karma. Girl, it's gonna catch up to those people when you, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. That's what I always say. I have, however, uh, been the so I have a really 
I don't know. It's not funny because a marriage ended because of it, but um, a story about catching to catch a cheater, basically. So this girl that I knew from a baby group uh, that I had joined the baby group, the baby group, like when I, when I had Mateo and I I took him to like a little, it was like a little mom group where you bring your babies and take me other babies and stuff. Anyways. So we like would do like meetups every so often, but we also did like, it was like an online, like a Facebook group. Right. So everyone would be like, Hey, you know, and a couple of the girls, like I got close to, and I would like, you know, talk to often on the little group, whatever. And one night I was working cause I used to work at night, like three nights a week as my side hustle. And all I did was like watch Netflix and, you know, like, be on this little board with all the other moms and be like, you know, what's going on? Um, and so one night, one of the moms messages me and is like, Oh my gosh, I think my husband is cheating on me. And I was oh, like, goes, I was like, detectively. Oh girl, Oh girl, Facebook detective ready for duty. So I like, you know, she's like, can you, you know, I, I, I went on our computer and I found this. Can you, you know, so he had went on, have you ever heard this of this uh, website called Ashley Madison? No, it's literally for people to cheat. Like it's like Tinder for, for cheating people. So people put their profiles and they go and they like, they do their duty. They meet each other and then they do their little hookups, whatever. So anyhow, she goes to, um, she, she goes on her computer and she finds this website and she, finds like it's no profiles logged in but it's it pull comes up so she's like i think he has a profile on there can you create one and then uh sign in and see if you find him did you have to put your picture on there oh we put a fake picture i just did an internet search so i'm sorry debbie whoever (laughs) debbie is (laughs) it just put some random google picture i put um anyhow so i uh, created a profile. And so she's, I like, you know, tell her like, Oh, blah, blah. blah. So she's like, Oh, so you guys found him on, there. we found him on there and she's like, start messaging him. And I was like, girl, I ain't trying to be messaging your husband. So she, uh, I gave her the login, but she's like, he's going to know it's me. So what should I say? So I'm like messaging her on the side. And this is like Yahoo messenger days. Okay. I'm like, say this. And then she's like pasting it into the chat or to message there. So then she's like, Oh, you know, I'm going to confront him. I'm going to, I told him to meet me. So I'm going to have him meet. And he's sending And by the way, he's sending her pictures like of his penis, penis, penis pictures. So she's like, you know, telling me like what's going on. And I'm like deep into it now. I'm like, girl, I'm like solely invested in this whole scheme. So you saw his penis? No, I didn't see the pictures. Because I was like, I ain't trying to be looking at your husband's wiener. Sorry. So anyways, I'm going through whatever. And then she's like, I told him to meet me. Can He doesn't know what you look like. Because I, I never met him. I'd only met her. Holy and- shit. Did Frank know about this? Because he doesn't I told know him. Me. He knows the story. So she's like, can you go to the restaurant and see if he'll. And then I'm like, he's a person in the picture she's like just go with me and then you can go in the restaurant and kind of see if he's the if he shows up Holy shit. so here i am sitting in the freaking restaurant by myself and she's like i'm gonna confront him in the parking lot so she 
you know, I'm just like sitting where, you know, you wait to get seated and I'm like, I don't, you know, and then I see him walk in and I'm like, he's, he, I te- I'm texting her. Like he's here. She's like, Oh my God. She's like, um, I'm going to tell him I have a flat tire. So he'll rush out. So you see him walk into the restaurant, look around, like he's looking for this girl, like, and then all of a sudden look at his phone and like rush out. So I was like, Oh shit. So like I walk out and I'm like, I'm not going to go like, be all up in the business, but I want to see from afar, like what's going on. Cause I am deeply invested in this yes, dramas. So I go out and she, and he had a backpack with him. So she's like hitting him, yelling at him, cussing him out. She's like, you know, and he was, he rode a motorcycle. So he was on a motorcycle. So she grabs the backpack and opens it and like stuff falls out and it's like condoms. And like, no there was like way. a freaking vibrator. <laughs> What the like, fuck? Did he really think he was, uh, he really thought he was going to get crazy in BJ's or something. So she goes, he, t- he took off and I went over there. I was like, you know, like, I want to make sure she's okay. I'm like, don't chase him. Like, let him go, let him go. You need to calm down. Cause she was like crying and stuff. I always felt so terrible for her. Like I was like, what the fuck? And, um, so anyhow, they, they ended up getting a divorce and I think that probably wasn't the only time he had, he had done that to her, but like that one sick dude, remember we were telling you about that we saw on the, it was a show about him. I think he was like a Marine or something like that who fucking had sex with all these girls. Oh gosh. The one who, um, he was a high school teacher. The one yeah, on Hulu. Nasty fool. He fucking even gave his wife like. STDs and STDs stuff. And he stuff was like, like messaging like a hundred women on Facebook or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know like the extent of what he did, but it was pretty crazy. And that was my first Facebook detective case that was cracked. And so I'm- if anybody needs Lydia with the Y to be a detective, please DM us on Instagram. There's a girl on Instagram who people pay to start messaging their like husbands and boyfriends or something like that on to TikTok. see if they're gonna respond. And I'm like, you're if, stupid. If you, you can, if you gotta do that, like, you know, I get it. If you've had, ex- I don't know, if you've had experiences like that, but to me, I'm like, when you get a request from someone who only has like ten friends or five friends, well. Hmm. Not only that, but like, if, if you are testing your man or your partner like that, like you need to work on like why you're not trusting them enough. Yeah. Like to me, I mean, we've had our issues and stuff like that, but I'm like, I'm going to trust you because we've worked on that. But the minute you get, lose my trust, you're done. I gonna be like Beyonce. It's going to be like lemonade, except the ending of this story is that I will be on my own. I will be out there in Newport Beach trying to find me a sugar daddy because my second marriage will be for money, not for love. Oh, shit. I'm going to, I'm going to find the oldest, richest man in there, 75 years old <laughs> with a, a sugar bad baby. heart. With a bad heart. And I'm about to be having a, a $7 million house on the beach. <laughs> That's good. And have my little boyfriend on the side. Just kidding. But, you know, I mean, and it's just, I think when you are married for a long time or with someone for a long time, like, I think you do have to always check in because like we evolve as people, we change, we grow. I think that's something we need to do a lot too. Like we'll check in with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we'll ask each other, like, are you okay? Are you happy? Blah, blah, blah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 
say is, ma'am, I'm happy. <laughs> She's going to be like, I'm uh, not. <laughs> you snore too much. Hey, I don't snore right now. Well, yeah. I use this more, not anymore. But too, you know, I think it is important to check in with each other because, you know, imagine if our parents did that stuff, we would not be as fucked up as we if they check them with each other? Yeah, saying like, are you happy? Or, I, I don't know about your folks, but my parents got married because my mom got pregnant. I and, think my dad loved my mom when they got together. Yeah, and I just think my like my parents thought they had to get married. I don't think my dad, like, I think my dad, there's this thing, it's called like the mother wound and the father wound. And I, I know we, no, we were just, talking, we about were just talking about this, but it's like this idea that like, if you don't get your needs met by your mom or your dad, there's certain behaviors that like kind daddy of issues. Or kind issues. of. Yeah. I mean, and so I think my dad definitely had like the mother wound because I think he was always trying to feel like validated, you know, <laughs> These two dogs are making out over here. They're always they're a little bonded. Oh, that's but gross. <laughs> they're in love with each other. They love each other. They're brothers and sisters. I know, but they still love each other. But they're, little fishy they're not breath. really related to each other. I know they are. They think they are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think if we are like recognize like, okay, that's where the work needs to happen yeah. when you're in a relationship. I think it can definitely help you be able to communicate and recognize like those behaviors are like, why, what's driving that need for me to get attention from other people. I remember when I was younger, definitely. I think I had the, the father wound because my dad was very emotionally detached from us. I swear. I swear. I don't understand. Everybody all of wants sudden, to be everybody wants to be all up in the and that's a school. This is how are you driving that fast in a fucking bus? I know. There's a school bus that just decided to rev past the house. And then the fucking neighbor cutting their stupid ass grass cuts it. That's and it. now there's a motorcycle. I swear. Everybody's like wanting to bust it. And now my bus. brother in law's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, I think when you have like those wounds, you definitely have to figure out, like, okay you know, where, where do I need the healing to happen? Um, the holistic psychologist is one of the accounts that we follow that always has some really good information, but, um, there's one, there's one other account that I follow that I think is really interesting, but they talk about like the mother wound, like, what is that? Um, and you know, how do you heal that? I know moms get blamed for a lot of stuff, but I think that the relationships that we have with our like first primary caregiver can never like that can really affect us. And, um, so this person is a psychologist, I believe that posts things and some of the things that can cause like a mother womb wound, not womb is invalidating your feelings, making fun of you, not standing up for you, bad mouthing you to other people. Um, using money to sway your decisions, throwing your things away. I think that one's interesting. Using therapy to fix you, not believing you about your trauma, using um, time out, forced isolation, and not apologizing with when needed. So I think those are like things that can really cause, you know, you to have like 
where you're constantly looking for almost like the replacement of a mom or dad. So like if your father's like has not made an attempt to have a stable, healthy attachment to you, then I think that like that's ways that we can seek that out. And, you know, so I think a lot of straight, straight ladies tend to do that. Yeah. Where they're like jumping from man to man, always like looking for like the validation. I know. That's crazy. Cause even if we have fathers that are physically present, there's fathers that are not emotionally present or they've been abusive. And so, you know, we'll do that. I, so I, in my youth, I was like, you know, jumping around, jumping around for sure. And I think that was part of it. And then, you know, like as I went to therapy and started to recognize, like, I don't need that validation. I have to find that validation of myself. Like then I was like, I don't need y'all. I saw me the other day. It said bad news. I still Does your mom bed. listen to the podcast? No, she doesn't. She doesn't want to hear all the things she's done wrong. She said. <laughs> I, next time I see her, I'm ask for an autograph. <laughs> I'm going to stick my podcast shirt and have her sign it. Say thank you for creating so much content. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Like, cause you see your mom. I mean, I mean, you, you know, it's like people, when they tell me, like my friends, like, you know, I see your mom and you, and you just have a good relationship. And it's like, you see what is there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you're here, you see but, the best pieces, but your mom is like such a, she looks like such a sweetheart. That lady dude, you're in love with the warriors. And, <laughs> You know, saying like, and your dad too. Like when you you talk about your pops, you know, like I love Dale. I know Dale's my friend. I mean, and I love my parents, but I think that you know, definitely, there's that history that we have that it's hard when uh, my dad has actually has apologized to me, and I think that's why our relationship is where it's at. It's better, a lot better. Um, and I've told my mom the same things and she's kind of been like, Oh, I just think, you know, it's like really trying to invalidate it. And I think it's about just, you know, realizing that when you have to take accountability for that, you've hurt someone, especially your kids that you love so much, you think you you've done right by them. I think it's hard. I mean, it's hard for me to even apologize to my child when I'm like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that. Right. I, I, that wasn't okay. It's hard. So I think that there's still a lot of feelings around that where it's like, I'm still telling you these things. I'm still telling you this behavior hurts me. And yet you're still doing it to me, which I think is like kind of like similar experience to you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I still spend time with them. I, I know my mom wishes I probably would spend more time with her or call her every day. But for me, just to protect my own mental health, I don't stay away. You know, um, because I can feel myself getting so triggered. Like she could just say something little and I'll just be like, ah. And I just think for both of us, it's good that I limit my time. I just know myself and I know her too. (laughs) And your mom and your dad are cool now? And my parents get along, but they didn't talk for like two years after they got divorced. And it, my cousin got married and they were... It, it my, when my dad and mom got divorced, it did not end well. Like we basically were so 
disappointed with what he had done and angry that we were like, we're never talking to you again. And I mean, we were young. So that was like the reaction. We felt very protective over my mom because we kind of knew what she had been through with him. And he was not a, he was not, um, really just, it was just like a very toxic relationship. And so I like when they first got divorced, like for me, the way that it kind of came out was like, I was just very sad. Like I couldn't even talk about it. Cause I would just start crying. My other sisters were angry. They were just like, fuck, fuck him. Fuck this, you know, everything. And so we just, you know, finally we did talk to him and, but it always felt like the relationship was still kind of, it took a few years to even get into a relationship where we could be in the same room with him. Um, I think what really changed their relationship, cause they would just be like, it was a whole lot of drama for like the first, you know, few years they were divorced. But when I got pregnant with Mateo, like I basically told them both like, listen, this is the first grandchild you guys are going to have to figure out how to be in the room together because I'm not having two birthdays. I'm not having two of everything. So you like, can have them both together. Yeah. So I said, you, you need to figure out how to be around each other. And, um, and so they did. And so now we celebrate like holidays all together. My mom and dad get along fine. Like, you know, they, they joke around. They, when uh, he's at, my sister's house they'll eat dinner all together um he'll come in you know and hang out talking with my mom and stuff but you know he and it and it he's had like you know long-term relationships in between that too so it's not like they're still there's i was like if y'all ever got back together i would literally disown both (laughs) like (laughs) we went through hell when y'all got divorced we don't need you all together um and they're so different like i it's just it's just not, I, I couldn't even imagine, but, um, you know, the fact that they get along now is just really good for us, That's like good. the children, you know, that we can actually be all together, um, spend the holidays, spend together, the holidays like all together. You know, I had, I had really hoped my mom could find like another partner, but I think she was so hurt by it. She was like, I'd rather just be on my own, which is really but I mean, then again, too, it's like not, not everybody like wants that. Yeah. It's Maybe a lot of work. Alone. Maybe you should just go out there and meet people and bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I'm like, girl, you need to go on the Silver Bachelor. <laughs> oh. She finds someone that likes the Warriors. Oh, gosh. She, she sure. I'm like, you need to find like a rich older man who could take care of you. Or a rich younger man who could take care of her. My mom is high maintenance. We always, my aunt, my aunts and my grandma always say she has champagne taste on a beer budget. There you go. Because <laughs> she's all about the bougie. Um, but, you know, I feel like, you know, they're, I, I'm, I, it feels really nice that they get along now. And I, I understand now as an adult, like, uh, you know, at this point, and my and it's crazy because I tell I tell this to Frank all the time. I'm like, my mom literally got divorced me when she was a little like around my age, and I just think like shit, you know, like 
she has spent all these years alone yeah. without like, you know, and I, I remember when she got divorced. <laughs> Lynette was like, I kept telling Lynette, ooh, maybe mom will get remarried. We'll have a little brother. And she's like, she better not get another baby. My mom was like fucking 45 years old. I mean, she probably could have got pregnant, but she obviously she wasn't dating anybody. But um, yeah, so I mean, so I'd always tell Frank, like, I think about, you know, our lives and how different it looks than when my mom was my, was this age. Like, you know, the way that we communicate in our family, the way that we spend time together, the way that we um, are in this relationship, like, yeah, we could have got divorced two years ago because, you know, that would have been not even the easy way out, but it could have just been like, let's just keep the pattern going, you know? But we were like, we have to commit to like, healing our own trauma and understanding how our trauma has affected us and how that's bleeding into our own relationship with each other and our relationship with our child. You know, what are we showing our child about being in a marriage with each other? So for us, we've always tried to be very respectful, even, you know, there's been a couple of times where we've gotten into like, not a full on argument, but just like bickering in front of our child and our child will try to jump into it. And I'm like, this is between us. It, you, it has nothing to do with you. And he's gotten like, one time I was really kind of like mad because he was like, you need to stop talking to my dad like that. Oh shit. I was like, first of all, I'm gonna I need said, you to take first a step of all, back. this is between your dad and I. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you because the other thing is this, you know, like there's so much context and history of our relationship that he knows nothing about. And so sometimes, you know, you get into those like conversations and or disagreements where there's behaviors that have happened in the past that you're like referencing, but they don't know that. And so that's kind of what happened. And I was like, you know, I understand you are uncomfortable with this because then when we got home, he was upset, you know, um, but we talked it out and it's like, our parents would not have done that. It would have been like totally ignored. They would have just been like, shut up. Yeah. They're slapping like, shut the. <laughs> yeah. And that, that would have been it. Yeah. So I think that's the encouraging thing about doing things differently. Is that like we, you know, we go every marriage or relationship goes through tough times. Yeah. No one's perfect. Yeah. And it's like people make mistakes and people do stupid shit and say dumb stuff and do hurtful things. But the key to it is like, how do we break the cycle? You know, whether that be you both go to therapy and you work on the issues that you have, you um, decide not to, you know, for some people, you know, divorce maybe is the best option for them because their growth is never going to come to a place where they can work together and make a family work seamlessly or, you know, it's too far gone because of whatever's happened. But, um, you know, in any event, we're all responsible for ourselves and our behavior. So we have to heal that part of us or we're going to continue to do the same things over and over. over and over again. And it's not fair to the person who is your partner because they, they're the ones who feel the effects of it. 
That was beautiful. Well, I'm happy. Do you guys work things out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, because then we would never see Frank again. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You'd see Frank with his new sancha. (laughs) What car? He can't get his back. Yeah, she's all in the bike Dale gave him. That was so good. Well, now, bitch, you boy, you're not welcome here. No, you can't sit with us. But you know, I think everybody has their deal breakers. Yeah, like some people, I would see their relationship and be like, I would have been out of there. I would have been out of there, like if I had been with someone that was disrespectful or you know, abusive. Cause you know, sometimes you see these people that like their that's, husbands, yeah, they'll literally be like, Oh, so-and-so she's a piece of shit. And I'm like, what you talk about your wife like that? Like that's fucking messed up. Yeah. That uh, is messed up or physical too. You know, like getting physical and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like, I think that's another, that's another break for me. Like, don't, don't lay hands on me. Cause I would never, I would never lay hands on Susie ever. Yeah. I mean, she she's whopper stomper, you know what I'm saying? She'd kick Girl. my ass, but I... But have to jump over that fence you if she came up to you. <laughs> um, you I, be calling me? Pick me up <laughs> no, but, he, like, I can fight. Okay? I can believe it. I mean, these these big hands, you know what I'm saying? No, but I I think that would be another another breaker right there. Like, yeah. don't touch me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I saw a lot of that growing up, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not no, like yeah. I would never hurt you, so don't don't touch me. You know I know, and it it's like sometimes you know everybody has their deal breakers, and I mean now it's like, can I really say exactly like some stuff? Yes, obviously, like you know, obviously if you know I was getting physically abused or whatever I would be you know really try to get out of that relationship but at you know at the same time it's like when you love somebody and you and if you have like really unhealthy patterns sometimes people get so addicted to the unhealthy patterns or that's all they know and they think like oh well this is love because my parents were married and this is how their marriage was so it's like being able to recognize like this is not healthy how are we gonna how are we going to, I hate to say fix. Cause it sounds like it's like, that's all you have to do is fix it and everything's okay. But like, you know, how do I work on these behaviors that are unhealthy and how do I start to do things that are healthy so that I can really enjoy my relationship? Because I feel like sometimes, sometimes I see these like people and they're just like, roommates existing together um and it's like marriage should be a joyful you know a joyful thing like i see how you guys are with each other and how like loving you are to each other and it's just like that's how marriage should be where you're you know like yeah you have the like the everyday kind of things that you do but you know I think the way you treat each other is like so loving and respectful. I think that's, that's where you can break those curses, right? Yeah. By just changing the way you exist in the day to day. Like, I mean, I've seen people disrespect their partners, you know what I'm saying? Like the way they talk to each other or talk about each other. And it's like, 
just go your separate ways, man. Like, why, like, why are you guys together? You know what I mean? Especially if one of the partners doesn't want to work on themselves to, to really work through or, or both of them, you know, it's like, well, girl, boy, yeah, <laughs> move along or go to th- both go to therapy. Cause when you're just like in a relationship and you're just hurting each other, it just is like, what the fuck are yeah. you, do- are y'all's doing out there? You know, but good talk. Yeah. Another successful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I know. So hopefully this will give folks a little bit of, of uh, information to chew on. Cause I think, I think it's a good discussion. I think it's good to talk to your partners and check in and just say like, you know, is the way that we're together, is this still working for us? Or like, what do we need to work on? Um, what can we do to strengthen our relationship or, you know, um, those kinds of things. Cause I think, being with being in a marriage can be really hard because you know you just have to be very thoughtful and intentional about like how you are with each other but also it can be a really amazing experience it can be a lot of like just joy and and fun if you you know make sure that you're doing things that are making the relationship grow yeah All right. Well, thank you for joining us as we talked about deal breakers. Hopefully none of you have too many deal breakers (laughs) in your relationship. We got Lydia with the Y here, ready to Facebook detective for her. Or Instagram or TikTok detective. Yes. Um, And we will join you next week. That's right. And on our next podcast. So please. Cutting the grass. Looking gorgeous. Oh, Lord. Um, So subscribe, like, and um, also uh, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Apple Podcasts. So we appreciate all the support and we look forward to seeing you next week. Adios. Bye. Bye.